0: Gordon Sinclair, I'm known on the IRC as Thistleweb. Now, this HPR episode um, is about customs and it's about how to get your, uh, your laptop, uh, your netbook through customs um, with your data at the other side um, and effectively hidden from the copyright cops, uh, sorry, the customs officers. Um, who are these days basically working at the behest of the uh, the entertainment mafia uh, and who have all sorts of rights and excuses to go rifling through your private data uh, looking for downloaded mp3s and, and movies and stuff like that so you've got different ways to do it uh, you've got th- the last thing you want to do is to Try to pretend that or oh, the laptop isn't working. I'll never buy that um, what you've the idea is to cooperate and let them see what they think is everything um, when you know it's not uh, so you've got different ways to do it i mean I think of this as the um, like the airport security when you walk through the the metal detector. Um, your luggage goes through separately when it's x-rayed and stuff like that. Uh, and there's certain there's the security, uh, customs officer there, um, and obviously the things like your keys will trigger the the detector. You take them off and you go through again. And um, so you've got to find a way to get your data from one side of this barrier to the other. Um, while, uh, while keeping it hidden or keeping it away from the customs officers, um, so there's different ways to do this. Um, you've got the first one is using some sort of cloud service, whereby you um, upload your uh, your home folder to some cloud service, and then once you're through customs, you go through with a blank laptop um, or a blank netbook and you get to your hotel at the other side you connect to the internet and you download it all from from that server Uh, and then the the reverse on the way back as well Um, before you're ready to return home uh, you connect to that server again, upload your home folder again, delete it and come through customs, download it when you're back home again now there's issues with that uh, if you're a, a business traveller, um, then that's a bit l- that's less of a hassle um, because chances are it's going to be some it's going to be your your company's server you will connect to, and it will be your um, it will be secure or presumably it'll be secure. The connection will be secure, and um, the cost of uploading through wireless dongles or whatever uh by um you know local connections that's all going to be covered by your by your company. Uh the the issue is here is for home users, for domestic users, when you take your machine on holiday with you, um then you're looking at something most likely it's gonna be a, a third party uh cloud service like Amazon or um or Google or God God help you Microsoft um, some server somewhere, but the problem with that is you're putting your your own personal excuse me your own personal data onto a third party server there's all sorts of of privacy um concerns with that. It will be mined um, for all sorts of information about you um so that they can then target you with other services and um, you know, Google put um, Google have algorithms to scan inside your Google Mail um, to pick out keywords and inject adverts based on those keywords. It's not a human being, but it is still an algorithm that's helping to build up a profile on you. Um, so that's one concern is uh, that it's you're putting your private stuff in that in that cloud. Uh, third party cloud, it's not entirely uh, private. The second issue is uh, with that is once you put it in the cloud, a lot of the cloud solutions are American based so that as soon as you put it there the Amer- the, the various departments of, of Amer- the American government then decide, oh that, fall- that falls under our jurisdiction it's a company on our soil, it's a server on our soil, it's registered as a dot com we have legal access to that uh, and they don't even have to ask you if they're going for a, a fishing expedition they want to find out what's, what data they have on a user uh, they can just go to Amazon or they can go to Google or Microsoft or whoever the provider is and they'll roll over and sell you out essentially and you'll never know about it um, so that's, that's another concern the other one, if you can get around that, I'm um, assuming you don't have anything that's really um, that troubling. Um, if you can get around that, the other concern is about cost because if you're going on on holiday, um, you don't want to be. You're not going to get a a quote value for money unquote ISP package when you're across. Uh, in this in this country if you're only there for 2 or 3 weeks then you're going to buy a local ISP's u- uh dongle USB dongle if I go to America I'm not going to uh I'm not going to sign up to a, a 2 year contract with at and I'm going to buy like a, u- a pay and go USB dongle um that I can that's a throwaway thing that I'm only going to use it and maybe top it up If I have to, and it's a throwaway thing. Um, So, when you're, if you have to download your home folder through this this USB dongle uh, per megabyte, that's going to be expensive, or it could be expensive. Uh, And then the same with going for putting it back up the way before you come back home again. The other concern with that is if you're asked by a customs officer to open your your laptop or your netbook and switch it on and log in which is the whole point of this this episode is how you can do it without um while keeping your private stuff intact so you, if you're going to be asked that anyway then it looks suspicious if you've got an empty laptop with nothing on it it looks suspicious uh, and that's the these people are are looking for any excuse to um to huckle you away at the side uh, and, and call you a terrorist and whatever and use all sorts of powers to um to seize and uh do whole forensics on your on your machine um you the whole point is you want to go through and let them see everything or at least what they think is everything so going through with an empty laptop would raise suspicions. Um, so you'd at least be asked why. Now, you could get away with it for for a company um, to say, "Look, this is a business laptop. Um, it's company policy that we don't have any sensitive information on here. Uh, that we be are forced, you know, by all sorts of data protection laws to keep cu- keep consumer data secret and, and all this. You, c- you can use all that for a for a corporate." but you're not going to get away with that as an individual holiday maker so that's that's the cloud and wh- what I mean by a cloud is basically a server somewhere um, you could have your own FTP server or whatever um, so it's just the idea of putting it up to some other server and back down has its issues the other way to do it or an other way to do it would be to have a decoy user account. Now, for this, it would mean that the you would have to make sure your your login manager does not show the user list, um, so that when you're uh, when you're asked by a customs officer, look, could you could you switch your your machine on and, and log in, please? Certainly, officer, not a problem. Uh, and you can log in with the fake username and the fake password. Um, and for that you would have to pre- prepare it beforehand, prepare the account beforehand uh, to make it look like a, a regular lived-in home rather than a show home so for that you would you could do a lot of things uh, excuse me you could do a lot of things um, like go and download a few podcasts uh, a few Creative Commons Podio Books um create a few fake uh documents or word documents uh that are like you know letters to your local council or something to say oh the the, the trash hasn't been collected um I'm paying my taxes what's all this you know so you do, do stuff like that prepare it in advance um change the wallpaper have things open by default um, like a media player, open by default. Um, have your go into your web browser, bookmark some pages, some YouTube videos, some Flickr pages, some blog posts. Um, subscribe to a few RSS feeds. You get the idea. Make it feel like a genuine home, um, so that it looks authentic when you sign into it. Now, because if you've Um, you've always got the possibility of when you log in there's a lot of RSS feeds that are marked as as fresh they've not been read yet Um, you might think that would look suspicious I don't agree Um, because you've always especially with a netbook you've always got the argument of well, you know and uh, if there's updates as well to come you can always say well, look, I've actually got my, my regular laptop when i'm at home or my regular desktop when i'm at home my netbook only gets used when i travel so it can be switched off for months and months at a time uh and then just charged before i before i leave home when i go on holiday um and that's just the condition it was in the last time i switched it on i sometimes remember to switch it on every two or three weeks and do updates sometimes i don't um it's no biggie really um so that 's very, very plausible in that situation so that's that's one that 's another way that the issue I see with that though is when you are uh, when the whole point of this is to let the officers give the officers full cooperation and the the thing with that is you cannot uh rely on on being the one that clicks around in different places. Um, you've got to be able to stand back and let the officer go wherever they want to go. If they want to click on something, they click on it. Um, it's entirely possible that they would go in the file manager, they would click on up from the home folder, which would lead you to seeing the home folders for every account on on the on on the, the install. So, with that, it's just a, a double click into another folder and they're into the, your private stuff that you're trying to, to sneak past them So that defeats the purpose um, that's, the, that's the flaw in, in that in that plan The the way There's another way to do it as well and that is to have a decoy distribution Now, if you go travelling quite a lot it would be worth actually setting your laptop up or your netbook up like this with a decoy distribution and for that um, I would say don't go with a gnome distribution or a KDE distribution um, not because they're bad but because features in uh, Nautilus and I believe Dolphin as well would actually um, count against you here Um, when I don't use Dolphin very much so uh, as far as as I remember this happens in Dolphin as well Nautilus it picks up um, partitions that are on your disc and it helpfully mounts them and puts them in the sidebar which is great, It's, it's, it's really handy but in this case you don't want that because the officer is just a click away from your home folder, your real home folder which is the whole point of trying to hide that so I would suggest going for something that's um, that's light um, that's um, that doesn't use Nautilus or doesn't use Dolphin um, Thunar is a good bet uh, so something either XFCE or even Crunchbang um, uses Thunar as well um, so if you set up your if you set it up to dual boot uh, and put your your main distribution as you would normally install it but leave say a 10 gig partition at the end of the drive for your decoy partition and install whatever it happens to be, it might be crunch bang, it might be something else uh, and put that on, on the, the remaining 10 gig and again the same thing happens, the same thing applies Make sure that the um, that you prepare it in advance. Change the wallpaper. Um, you know, set up bookmarks, RSS feeds, um, some decoy documents. Make it look like a genuine home. Um, and then, when you're asked to to boot up the the laptop, well, you've got something to go into that's not going to see and not going to mount your your normal stuff. So. The problem, the the next thing is here. Well, if you're dual booting, then surely the um, you would get the grub menu, and the officer would see that and see there's two operating systems, uh, and would want to see both. Well, here's the trick: if you install, make sure grub is controlled from the the decoy operating system. Uh, when you are about to go on on, on holiday, when you're about to to travel and you know that you might get pulled out of line and being asked to switch the machine on, what you do basically is log into the decoy um, operating system, the decoy distribution, Um, you know you could even do your updates and whatever before you, uh, while you're there, but open up Grub and change a couple of things in the Grub file uh, so it would be uh, sudo space uh, gedit space uh, slash boot slash grub slash grub dot cfg that will open it as root obviously, it needs needs to be root, uh, and with gedit, you use your editor of choice and the two things you're, you're looking to change here um, first of all is the set default equals zero uh, that means that it's it's always the one that's right at the top of the list. That ensures that when you get a new kernel, uh, it, it boots into that, um, because that appears at the top of the list. Now, if you count down the, the number to the one that's your actual decoy, and set that as your default, obviously it starts at 0, so if your decoy is 4th on the list, then that would be set default equals 3, 0, 1, 2, 3. So you might need a bit of trial and error to get the the correct default uh, as your, uh, uh, your, your decoy one as the default. So I would set that first uh, and then reboot, don't touch it, let the timer count down and see where it goes. Once you've got the right distribution, or the right one, um, then go back into Grub again and change, the next thing you're looking for is the timer, so it's uh, set timer equals 5 or 10 or whatever, that's in seconds, uh, so change that to 0, and if you do it, as soon as you do that, you don't see grub, the next time you reboot you don't see grub, it goes straight into your, your default as if that's the only thing on the disk uh, so that's basically it when, when you walk through customs and you're pulled out a line, could you your laptop up please certainly officer not a problem Uh, and you power it up your grub doesn't show it goes straight into the decoy uh, you sign in as you'd expect to sign in and happily stand to the side and let the officer click away to their heart's content you're the model of um, a cooperative citizen uh, knowing fine well that your data is actually on the machine they're touching but they'll never see it it is basically invisible ink. Um, the other way to look at it, and the, the uh, and the whole wall analogy is: it is the tunnel underneath. Excuse me. It is the Great Escape, as your data travels underneath their feet, and they're completely oblivious to it. Um, so that's that's how we do that. The other way you can do. Uh, with uh, Grub, is have it to automatically reboot into the last used, um, the last used um, install. I wouldn't trust that because just in the off chance that um, that you forget which one was the last one, and you end up booting into the into the your real. Um, partition. You're left with no choice but to, <laughs> but to log in and give away all your de- all your data. So I wouldn't do that. I would certainly set it at a fixed default uh, and do that. Um, so that's it. Um, if you are regularly going through customs, you can get your stuff, um, assuming you can keep a straight face, knowing that the officers are completely oblivious. Um, you can get your private stuff through customs uh, right under their noses and they'll be none the wiser Uh, obviously it's not going to do anything for forensic searches but the whole point is you are the model of cooperation so they have no reason to suspect anything up that's the whole point Um, the other side to this would be encrypting uh, your normal um, data but that's that's. I'm I'm going to do separate screencasts about that. Um, the whole point is just to, to keep it away from the the search at customs. So that's it for this episode. Um, and if you have a need for that, then I hope it's helped you. Um, and if you <laughs> if you do so and get caught, ain't nothing to do with me. as usual it's the whole whole Linux thing, use at your own risk so um, thanks for listening, Uh, I'm Gordon Sinclair, I'm on the IRC as Thistleweb you can contact me if you like at uh, at gordon.thistleweb.co.uk and until the next episode, goodbye thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio HPR is sponsored by caro.net